0: Good it's been good hasn't it really enjoy a carol service it's even nice nicer to have it christmas eve as well isn't it you'll have to excuse my voice i've had a cold so i'm a bit uh, still a bit little bit bunged up but i think everybody's had it recently so who's ready for christmas put your hands up it's a bit late now to be honest if you're not isn't it so <laughs> if you're not if you forgot it now then it's too late turkey out yep presents wrapped good good stockings up Hmm, later, who's still got stuff to do when you get home? Yeah, a few of you, yeah. But you know, for some of us that are super organized, it's lovely when you can sit back and relax, isn't it? Knowing that everything's ready for the big day. So kids, when you get home, that's teenagers as well, it's PJs on, straight to bed. Does that sound like a plan? No. Who thinks it's a good plan? The adults, yeah, definitely. (laughs) So, children, just where where you're sitting there, shout out, what's the best part of Christmas? Food. Food, definitely, yep. Presents, Presents, Presents. presents, yep. Sleep. Sleep, Mm, yeah, yeah. Christmas afternoon nap, anything? Santa coming down the chimney, what did you say, Luke? Jesus, brilliant answer, well done, top of the class there. So, who likes their Christmas dinner? Yeah, who thinks about like turkey for weeks? Yeah, it's lovely isn't it? Does every, who doesn't have turkey? Anybody who doesn't have turkey? Oh, a few, yeah, I know there's a few who don't like turkey. Terrible. So, who has crackers on their table? Who, how about this a ginormous cracker? It's great isn't it? Now, I've got a few facts about crackers, so this is, you're going to find this really, really interesting. Okay, so this is something that you can talk about around the table tomorrow. Christmas crackers are a traditional Christmas favourite in Britain and have been around for over 150 years. The world's longest Christmas cracker measured 63 metres in length and 4 metres in diameter. That's pretty big, isn't it? I don't know what was inside, but it sounds good. And It was a London confectioner, so a guy that made sweets, called Tom Smith, who invented the Christmas cracker in 1847. And Tom Smith included the snapping sound because he was inspired from the crackle of the logs in the fireplace. So that's where we get the bang. You can purchase six crackers from Harrods for £750. But, yep, £750. The most expensive crackers were £4 million. This is, well, this is what Google told me anyway. And included the keys to an Aston Martin, An 18,000-pound Cartier necklace and a 19,000-pound watch. So, lucky new crackers on Christmas Day, you never know. But I'm sure we'd rather have a plastic thimble, wouldn't we? (laughs) So, I've got a few crackers. So, if you I've only got 10, so you might have to share if there's more than 10 kids. So, if you want to come and get a cracker, I've just noticed another one there. So, if you want to come and get a cracker, you might need to pull it with someone. So, let's make sure we get whoever wants one so you're going to put it with chest that's fine yeah okay there we go there's probably not enough for one each let me see oh there might be go on there you go oh I think oh one and can you pull one together is that okay yeah can you pull one together okay so you can pull your cracker if you want to pull your cracker Oh, where's the bangs? Oh, there we go, it's better. Okay, leave that one there for a second. So we always have a few things in the crackers, don't we? And Simon's gonna really appreciate this because the first thing that we have in the cracker is a joke. Yes. So, is there anybody? I'm hoping that there's jokes in these crackers. I haven't checked, but I'm hoping that there is. Have a read of your cards, your little pieces of paper in there. If there's a a joke and you wanna come and read it, come to the front. But while you're reading it, how about there were two snowmen in a field, one turns to the other and says, can you smell carrots? Oh, sorry, okay, I'm not very good. All right, that was tumbleweed, that was, wasn't it? All right then, what was the snowman doing in the vegetable patch? Picking his nose? (laughs) Oh, dear me. Okay, this is one for the young ones. Who is Rudolph's favourite pop star? Beyond (laughs) Slay. There's some people laughing there. (laughs) Okay, right. Who's a better minor of (laughs) Simons? Sorry. So, how does the cracker tell us anything about Christmas? Is there any jokes in them first before I carry on? That Anybody wants to read a joke? Go on then, quickly, come. You want to come to the front? Why is Santa like a bear on Christmas Eve? Because he's sooty. (laughs) Actually, that was good. (laughs) So, the cracker can tell us a few things about Christmas. So, the joke is meant to make us laugh. And did you know that God has given us the ability to laugh and to have a sense of humour? Who likes a real good laugh? Yeah, the Bible says that uh, a cheerful heart is like good medicine. So, you know, if we're cheerful, if we have a good laugh, it's like taking some medicine. And we feel so much better, don't we, when we've had a good laugh. You know, there's times where we've laughed and we've absolutely cried with laughter, which sounds a bit weird, doesn't it, when you cry, because that's sad. But you cry with laughter and it just makes you feel so much better, better afterwards. And the laughter represents joy, and the joy that Jesus brings to the world, the joy of his love and the care for us all. And we sang that Christmas carol tonight, Joy to the World, the Lord has come. Joy is something inside of us that happens when we follow Jesus and begin to live a life knowing him. It's not just being happy, it's more than that. And there's a well-known pastor in America called Rick Warren, he said... Joy is the settled assurance that God is in control of all the details of my life, the quiet confidence that ultimately everything is going to be all right, and the determined choice to praise God in every situation. Romans 15 verse 13 says, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him. Jesus brings joy. So the next thing that we find in our cracker is a crown. Did you find your crown? Oh, so chester has got his on. Anybody else put your crowns on, if you had a crown in your cracker? <laughs> so a crown is fit for a king, but which king? We read about three in the Christmas story. First, there are three kings who travelled across continents to visit Jesus with presents fit for a king. They were rich men. They studied the stars. They knew that this special star meant something. They got their entourage. They got their gifts. And they knew that this new star signified a new king, and they wanted to find him. So they made the long journey and eventually found the place where Jesus was. Not before they visited the second king in the story, King Herod, who was the king of the country at that time. And naturally, they thought that the new king had been born in the palace. And of course, we know that he was born in the most lowly of places, an outside building where the animals would have been kept, not the splendor of a palace. And we also know that King Herod wasn't impressed when he heard that there was a new king in town and demanded the wise men tell him when they found him. King Herod tried to stop the story in its tracks, but we know that God had other plans. And the third king mentioned in the story is the newborn king, King Jesus. Jesus, the king of kings, the king who came to save us all. The wise men bowed down before this small child and worshiped him. They knew he was the king that they had been looking for. The king born to save mankind from their sins. I read this quote, but kings aren't born in dark caves used to house animals. Kings don't make friends with fishermen and tax collectors. Kings aren't killed in a way that Jesus was eventually killed. So in the Christmas story, God is telling us something about what kind of people really matter in the world. It's not just the people that live in the palaces, the ones that have lots of money, and the ones that are respected by everyone. What about the shepherds? You might think that that would be a really relaxing job, sitting out in the field, looking after a few sheep, sitting in front of an open fire. But the shepherds were considered the lowest of the low because of their occupation. They weren't even allowed to worship in the synagogue like everyone else. They were people that everyone thought that God had no time for. But God sent a whole host of angels in order that they should be the first people to greet the Messiah. The king that was born for all people, rich and poor. So, we've had a uh, hat, crown, we've had a joke. What else do we find in our cracker? The present, the gift, yeah. What did you get in your cracker? Somebody shout out what you got. A paper clip, yay, so useful. (laughs) Anything else? Anybody get tweezers? No. Lots of exciting things in the crackers. I was hoping for the Cartier necklace myself, but there you go. So we get a gift and in this cracker, to be honest, it's not the greatest gift, is it? And most of them will end up in the bin. And we have bought some more for home that are all plastic free now. So all they've got in them is bits of paper. So I bought the best ones down here. But it does have something to tell us about Christmas. This is a free gift and Christmas, and at Christmas we celebrate another free gift. In fact, we celebrate the best free gift ever, and this is the gift of Jesus himself, the best present that we could ever receive, and Luke said that already over there. How do we receive this fabulous free gift? We just have to ask, and that's all we have to do. Jesus wants to be our friend, he wants to be our helper, he wants to be our counselor, our guide, our protector, and not just at Christmas, because the free gift of Jesus is always available, there's no limited time offer. There's no buy one get one free. There's no buy now and pay in 12 months time. Jesus is the gift given for every single one of us every single day for free. So this gift called Jesus is a man who came to is it, uh, Jesus is God who came to earth to live as a man. Jesus lived a human life with all its frailty, with all its suffering, with all its mistakes. He knew what it was like to be in a family. He had brothers and sisters. He knew what it was like to be a child. He knew what it was like to grow up, to work, to care, and to live as a normal person. Jesus knows life's ups and downs. He knows the joys. He knew the sorrows. He grieved for lost loved ones, and he celebrated with his friends. And Jesus understands us completely. He understands what we go through, the good times and the sad times. Jesus was mocked and rejected, but he was also loved and accepted. And that's got to be the best gift ever. And to be a friend of Jesus who completely knows what we are on about because he lived it too. To be side by side with Jesus when we feel alone or scared or lost as he was sometimes. When we are lonely or just plain confused about what's happening in life. To be loved by Jesus who knows we make mistakes and wants to help us when we do. But even more than that to be known by jesus and guided by him every time we ask today and tomorrow and throughout the next year and the years to come and every year after that as well so when you go home and sit at your table with the crackers tomorrow let's have a think about what we've seen tonight what we've heard about and remember what it's all about it's about jesus the free gift with no expiry date who is always available and who is beside us every day, the good days and the bad days. Christmas is a time for gift giving and we all love to receive a gift don't we? Who's really looking forward to opening their gifts tomorrow? Yeah me too. (laughs) And the best gift of all is Jesus, God's gift to us. Sometimes we forget what a gift really is because it's a symbol of love. Given without the need for anything in return. There's a saying, isn't there? It's better to give than to receive. And sometimes that's so true when we see the looks on people's faces. But sometimes, you know, we often think that gifts we receive are things that we've worked hard for or have had to struggle and compete for. But the Christian faith tells us that's the opposite. The message of Christmas is that this baby is the main, in the manger is God's gift to us because he brings us life in all its fullness both today and in the eternal life to come and we get this gift not because we deserve it or we earn it but simply through trusting God. 2 Corinthians 9 verse 15 says thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. Amen.